Welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Belle. And we are back for one more episode this year. Last episode of the year. Last what, episode what, of the year. What, what? That's crazy. I don't know what that was. I don't know. I don't know. That was, I'm it was, sorry, yeah. I apologize. It was like a modified air horn. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it was, it was magic. That's what it was. You guys it was John Ralphio from Parks and Rec. Oh, man. <laughs> Again, I, I don't, I don't know because I haven't watched Parks and Rec yet. Ben Schwartz, it, it, I it, like, seems like one of the nicest guys in Hollywood, yeah. and just a great, you know, just an easygoing guy, whatever. But he is the worst as oh. John Ralphio. Oh, he yeah. is brilliant in that role. If you guys, if you haven't seen, um, there's a set of uh, improv comedy called Middle Ditch and Schwartz on Netflix that's really quite funny it's just the two guys and i'm not a big fan of thomas middleditch but with ben schwartz he's great i feel like i feel like you're just making up names no no. (laughs) he's on the movie or he's on the tv series uh i get it it just sounds like you're making yeah middleditch and schwartz but yeah it's it's improv comedy long form it's it's quite quite fun okay okay well it it is the time of year when people are watching a lot of movies, movies that you probably don't watch any other time of the year. Like, oh, wow. Tracy. I've got too fat of a head. What oh, I, didn't, I didn't even think about putting any of my Christmas hats what on. What is that hat? It's there a pants go. hat. It's a pants hat. Elf hat. Elf pant hat. Like, where's the rest of the elf? Like, inside your head? Because <laughs> it needs no basis, Jake. All right. All right. My, my son is hearing me describe this and had to come over and see the elf pants hat. There we go. Yep. That is my thought on it too. He just, yep. There it is. It's a little tight and it's a little warm. So I'm going to take it off, but whoa, I had to make a debut. I love it. I love it. So we're <laughs> going to talk about some Christmas movies today or holiday movies. Um, but I feel like this is the time of year where, where sometimes I'll sit down. And I'm like, I want to watch a holiday type movie or a Christmas type movie. But I have seen all of them so far. Like I've seen all the ones that I need to see, or I'm getting kind of sick of just like in your face kind of Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you, you dig in and you watch something that's a little bit less conventional as far as Christmas movies go. Maybe I'm the only one. Maybe we yeah, don't nope. do that, but nope. I sure do. That's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to give you three Christmas movies each that are kind of unconventional Christmas movies. And we've left it broad as far as what we're defining as mm-hmm. unconventional. Um, so I am excited to hear what everybody has picked. Uh, I think I know one already that's going to be on Tracy's list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. But I we'll, we'll wait and we'll see. I'm. If you guys are all right, I'm going to kick it off this time. Yeah, yes, I love it when you're first. All right. So here are the movies that I thought of for my list um, for unconventional Christmas movies. Um, and the first one is um, a Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. It takes place at Christmas time. And in my opinion, it's the best of this series of movies. I know and what I you know, picked. I know where you're going, but go for it. 
and I know people are going to argue that, but I it's love Batman Returns. It's Is it on your list? list? I, that's okay. I, you know me. I've got some backups. I've got some okay. backups. I love Batman Returns. Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Christopher Walken as the really big bad. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. And Michael Keaton yeah. is still my favorite Batman. I love him as Batman. And I just was so excited when this movie came out. Uh, I remember all the buildup to it. I know that leading up to it, we had gone on a trip up to Washington. We stopped at like every McDonald's along the way. We got the collectible plastic cups with the lids that had. Anyway, <laughs> this movie stuck out to me so much because of the marketing and the merchandising. Um, and I just, this was Tim Burton was completely allowed to be Tim Burton in this movie uh, as a director more than in Batman. Like they were like, yeah, you did great with Batman. We don't care what you do with this one, do whatever you want. <laughs> and he did. And it was definitely very Tim Burton, but it I does mean, all take place at Christmas time. Most iconic, you know, like Catwoman since the original TV show. So mm -hmm. oh, for sure. I mean, yeah, it doesn't even compare her perform. Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman, I think redefined the character for a lot of people. Um, and everybody that's played Catwoman since hasn't even come close. I mean, not even close. And I'm Halle, not even gonna... Halle Berry wants a redo. She just came out and said, I would like to redo mm. it again. I mean, I think if anybody deserves a redo, <laughs> it's Halle Berry. <laughs> I have no problem saying that movie just doesn't exist. Yeah, and, I agree, and so if she wants to redo and we just replace it. That's fine. Uh, yeah, we but... just scrap the other one. We burn it to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> never happened but but michelle pfeiffer was brilliant um and yeah as a teenage boy i'm like she just is was just weird and in a good way so i like batman returns um so that's my first pick um my my second pick i'm going with another tim burton movie and i'm sorry which one. what's that i think i know which one but go ahead I know. Now I have to try to remember how to spell it because I always <laughs> misspell one of these words wrong. So we'll see if we got it right. But uh, another movie, it takes, it has a holiday feel to it. Edward Scissorhands. Nice. Johnny Depp before he was like Johnny Depp, right? I mean, he did a lot of Tim Burton films, has done a lot of Tim Burton films, but this is just such an iconic role for him and such an iconic movie. This is one of those movies that like, you either love it or you hate it. And if you love it, it's because you love Tim Burton and you just love his style and his storytelling. If you hate it, it's because you don't, you don't get his storytelling or his style and you just don't like it. And that's fine. Um, but Johnny Depp is really good in this. Um, I love the whole suburbia thing. Everybody's house looks exactly the same. Everybody is trying to conform and be exactly the same. And then along comes Johnny Depp and changes everything up. Um, it's just a beautiful story. Um, and I, I love it. I mean, it, it's one you can watch at Christmas time. Uh, it has some Christmassy stuff to it, but it's not in your face Christmas. And then my third pick has nothing to do with Christmas at all, <laughs> like at all, but I consider it an unconventional Christmas movie um and i love watching it it just hits different in december um and that is the lord of the rings trilogy ah. um, i know i know there's nothing christmasy about these movies except that they all came out at december time or at christmas time in december um and so there's kind of a tie-in there 
Um, but for whatever reason, and maybe that is why, but I put them on in December and it just hits different than it does the rest of the year. These are three of my favorite movies ever. Um, I can sit down and think I'll just watch one of them. Maybe I'll watch another one tomorrow or whatever, and then end up spending 12 hours watching the extended editions. No problem. Just in one day, because I just love these films, um, that much. So this is my third pick for it. Uh, I know people are going to say it's not a Christmas movie. However, there's a prominent Lord of the Rings TikToker who just came out the other day and said <laughs> well, it absolutely okay, is. Okay. <laughs> Listen, like I, I got to look up his name and I will get it for you guys in a second. But it, it's like Stephen Colbert and then this guy as far as experts on Lord of the Rings stuff. So right, if he says right. that it's it's totally fine. But I do think it's because of this is when they came out was this time of year. Um, and I always tie them in with Christmas. I do the same thing with Star Wars, but I didn't include Star Wars on my list. So. Anyway, there those are my picks. You didn't pick the Star Wars holiday special? Uh the Lego one is really, really good. <laughs> the Lego one is really good. Um, but the original is so bad. Like, even as a joke, I couldn't pick it because it's just not. <laughs> but now I'm excited to see what you have, Tracy. So, what are your picks for unconventional Christmas movies? I already know one of them. Yeah, but I'm yep. we'll get to that. Sure. Um, so my first one, um, this is, I, I've got two kind of older ones. One, um, I'll, I'll start with the oldest first and we'll go to the newest. Um, this is Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy, uh, trading places. It's, uh, the Prince and the Pauper it is about this guy who's a wealthy businessman and this other guy who's a con artist and they have to switch places and, um, it's just a it's it's one that you don't think of with Christmas, but it very much is. Um, just early Dan Aykroyd is just is just so good, um, and 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 Eddie Murphy, the chemistry between them is just fantastic. Um, fun, fun one to pick out. Uh, the second one now, this one I have not seen in a long time, and I'm curious to see how I feel about it now because this movie has Kevin Spacey, and while I am able to remove people's actions from their art. Uh, this, uh, Kevin Spacey is just tough for me now. When I watch Kevin Spacey stuff, I'm like, Ugh. it just, you get a little uncomfortable, but this movie is meant to be uncomfortable. This is a very dark, dark comedy. Um, this is the movie called the ref and it's got Dennis Leary. Um, it's got Kevin Spacey. It's a, uh, a guy who's a, a burglar who breaks into this couple's house and they're having um, marriage counseling therapy and he gets stuck with the two of them and ends up kind of mediating and refereeing their arguments because they will not shut up. Um, and there are some, just some brutal um, sharp satire. Um, it's, it's a very, very dark and sarcastic and kind of nasty movie. So it's definitely not a Jake film. It's not one that you want to put on with grandma around, but if just some of the dialogue is just really, really good. Um, and, and there's that one. Um, my third one, we all know I've, I've talked about this on the show before, um, but it is just so much fun. It is so unique. It is so different. Um, it's Anna and the apocalypse. And if, if you haven't caught an episode where I talked about it, um, it is a musical set in a high school set during Christmas and uh, it's English. 
So you get all the you get all the hits. You get musical, you get high school, and you get uh, Christmas. But it's a it's the story of a young lady who is trying to deal with the troubles of high school while the zombie apocalypse occurs. Um, some of the funniest, most clever lyrics um, out there. It's it's uh, it would be rated R, but it's not really. R-rated. I mean, it's a zombie film, and and you see some where like the zombie gets decapitated, but it's for comedic effect. It's not meant to be gross. It's not meant to be like The Walking Dead. Uh, if you watch The Walking Dead, there's nothing in End in the Apocalypse that you have not seen ten times worse. Um, but just so clever that I love the young lady um, who plays it, and it's such an interesting um, background story in that they they did a a short film based on this, uh, or excuse me, they made a short film first and then they wanted to make the feature length film and the writer director ended up passing away and all his friends got together and made this movie and finished it for him um, in honor of him. Um, so that one, I, I, it's streaming somewhere. You can find it on, uh, you know, on demand. Um, but that one is just really Really smart, really funny, um, and just a lot of fun. Awesome. awesome. That was the one that I, I knew was probably going yeah. to be on the list. <laughs> <laughs> Trading Places is a, is a great one, too. I mean, really, yeah. I think people forget how funny Dan Aykroyd was uh-huh. and is. Um, at this time, I mean, this is a younger Dan. He may even have still been Danny Aykroyd at this point. I don't know. <laughs> but... but um, and Eddie Murphy, of course, is brilliant. And you can tell that they just had so much fun making oh, yeah. trading places. So, um, all right, Val, what are your picks? All right. The first one I'm going to start out with is Greta Gerwig's uh, Little Women. Okay. Um, I have always, every Little Woman movie, and there are a lot of them, has always been like something that I usually watch uh, during uh, Christmas time during the month of December and January, but I do think that Greta Gerwig's is my favorite now. She did Lady Bird. Um, of course, you have Meryl Streep, Florence Pugh, who is now just—I mm-hmm. mean, she's amazing. Emma Watson, Laura Dern, um, Tif- or Timothy Chalamet, who is continually becoming um, one of my one of my favorite people on screen. He was recently in Dune. Um, he was also in Don't Look Up in a in a smaller role, but still every time he's on screen, he's stealing it for me. Um, he was in a lot of movies this year. Um, and and I really think he's gonna be something, but I get again Florence Pugh also. But oh, for me, great. there's just something about little women that um it's obviously a family movie. It talks about family and how all of you know, this family sticks together um, in a lot of very hard times. Um, and there are parts that happen during Christmas. But to me, it's just kind of that warm movie that you can watch by the fire, all wrapped up in your blankets. And um, it's just a feel good. Um, the next one, I don't think that I'm going to have very many people that agree with me <laughs> on, right. on this movie because it's not, I think it has like a 53 on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Well, I can't um, wait to hear what this is. <laughs> no, I'm excited. I mean, it's you're going to be underwhelmed, but I, I, just, Iron Man I, 3. I like this movie. No, it's not Iron Man three. <laughs> um, I, I was going to put Iron Man three in there, um, but I didn't because that's fine that I can just have it to myself. 
Um, but this also may, might be one of those. Um, it's called The Family Man. Um, okay. And and for me, like, I know that it's not like the best movie ever, but I really like Nicolas Cage and Don Cheadle in this Ooh. movie together. It has Nicolas Cage, Tia Leone, Don Cheadle, um, Jeremy Pivens, um, and it's basically the story of if it's kind of basically like it's a wonderful life, but newer. And I'm just going to tell you guys, I have never seen it's a wonderful life all the way through. And I don't ever plan on doing it. Um, it's not my jam, but, um, this is, this is if my life could have been different, uh -huh. you get to choose. And Nicholas Cage is this character who is this man who is, is living in the suburbs, um, in New York state. Oh, I remember and, this movie. And he's got a bunch of kids and Taylor Leone is his wife. And he's thinking, what did I do? Why didn't it turn out this way? And then he wakes up one day and he is, if he didn't get married, if he didn't have all these kids, if he was a successful person living in New York City. Um, and I just like the message. And I think that Nicolas Cage is underrated in this film. Mm -hmm. um, but, and then Don Cheadle, like he's the person that's kind of guiding him through like an angel, whatever you want to call him, that's guiding him through this event. And I just love their dynamic together. Um, it, and I would love to see them in another movie again, but I think Nicolas Cage is a totally different person and actor now than he was in this movie. So it may not be mm -hmm. the same, but um, if you haven't seen it, again, it's not like the super overwhelming film, but it's just enjoyable to watch. And I love, you guys know, I love movies that challenge human nature. Mm -hmm. Um, and this definitely, you have to make, the, they're the choices that you make, you know, and sometimes I don't think that you have to choose family over career, but some people definitely do think you have to do it. Um, and Taylor Leone's character is like, I've never held you back from doing anything that you've wanted to do. This is in your mind. You have created this. This should be enough for you. And if you want to do more, you can, you know what I mean? So I just, mm -hmm. I love, I love their marriage and seeing that relationship on screen. Cause I don't think we see it enough. Um, but it's kind of him having a midlife crisis basically during Christmas. I've um, forgotten about that movie. That is a great pick. Yeah. So again, it has like a 53 on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't usually follow along the Rotten Tomatoes percentages, by the way, I have applied to be a, a a Rotten Tomatoes critic. I haven't heard back yet. But nice. <laughs> I feel like my voice needs to be heard because it's usually opposite. Of <laughs> Everybody else, yeah. <laughs> well, you are like the only Utah film critic that like don't look up. So I did like it. I know. I know. Most, yeah. most, like the one. most critics in general did yeah. not like that movie. But yeah. for me, I'm here for it all day long. If you go in knowing what it is for, I just thought it had balls. It had guts. Like it just... It, again, it's. I don't think it's the best movie of the year, but you can read my review. It'll be on our our website. Um, the the last one is totally unconventional, and totally all about human nature, um, and it's called Children of of Men. Children of Men. Oh yes, was in theaters on Christmas Day in two thousand and six, and if if you have seen it, maybe you haven't put this together. But it's like a Mary and Joseph loosely mm -hmm. story about about that. You, you have um, our, you know, where our uh, planet now does not have a lot of children. Women are not being able to give birth. And so it's kind of a modern day nativity story where this young woman becomes pregnant 
um, in a way that is unexplainable. And um, they're trying to get her to safety because now the youngest person alive on earth has died. And he, I think was like 19 or 20. I need to rewatch this movie, but this is human nature. Like at its uh-huh. best, it's very dark. It's very dark, but for me, this is one of the best like cinematography oh, yeah. movies yeah. ever made. Um, it, has, it has my favorite cinematic shot ever when it's the car scene. Yes. Yes. And sound. That, that is one of my, that's probably my favorite. For me, I this is probably like a surprise for most of you, but I love um, faith-based movies when they're made very well. And I was talking to this to a fellow critic the other day who, um, and we were saying we love faith-based movies, but often they're not made well. Like we, yeah. it, it's just, and this to me is a faith-based movie that gives you a totally different perspective that it's not shoved down your throat. It is really that, the choices that we make as a society, which is very faith, like whether you believe in religion or not, or faith or whatever the bigger picture is that you believe in, that is total a human nature product of you. And what we do about those things as a society has caused a lot of hurt and harm. Um, but I really, this movie is just so intriguing to me and I don't think enough people have seen it. So that's my my third pick. I hadn't thought of that as being a nativity story, but you're absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I I do want to point out that we really missed the low hanging fruit. None of us mentioned Die Hard. I think it's one. Yeah. That I think it's predictable. I yeah. think it's predictable. And I was trying again with Iron Man and Die Hard. I was trying not to be predictable and bring up things that maybe people hadn't thought of um, yeah. so that we could add more to their Christmas joy, which I mean, you know, the last movie I mentioned, that's going to, Children of Men is going to add so yeah, much I was joy. Say, it sounds oh, like a real joyful, <laughs> rip-roaring need, family need, fun adventure. You need to sandwich that movie in between. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. In, in between like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and It's a Wonderful Life, but Children see, of Men. But, but sometimes you need that palate cleanser. Like I love Christmas movies. I do. And I can watch, I can watch a lot of them. Mm-hmm. But like, um, Last night in preparation, Val and I are going to be on on matinee heroes here in a minute. And in preparation for that, I watched True Grit, and it was like, okay, it's nice to watch something that's not over the top Christmassy, right? Uh-huh. And I think that these are some movies that you can do that. Another one that I almost put on there was Shazam. Yes, yes, yeah, that was really on my weird. honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah, and and it's it's all takes place at Christmas time, which was really re- weird because it came out in April. I remember we went and saw it, and it was like <laughs> it's all very Christmassy. And somebody really has it out for Santa who made that <laughs> yes. movie. Like there's, but but there are movies out there that it's like okay, Hawkeye is another. If you guys yes. are following that series Hawkeye. on Disney Plus, yeah, it, I've been enjoying that a lot. I've really enjoyed Hawkeye. Um, some of my honorable mentions, Catch Me If You Can. Um, it, it was released on Christmas Day, um, but also um, it has a little bit to do with Christmas in there. The Sting mm-hmm. um, was also mm-hmm. going to be on my list. And I almost, I was trying to figure out how to rotate it in, but Tombstone, um, as we talked about it this year, is one of my favorite movies, um, came out on Christmas Day. Has a little teeny, teeny, teeny bit to do with Christmas, not a ton. 
but um listen if movie. i can rope lord of the rings in there you could definitely <laughs> put Tombstone in there. yeah and that's really you know we've talked about what is a christmas movie before and and that's why it really do, it doesn't bother me with like the diehard debate is it a christmas mm-hmm. listen if that's part of your christmas celebration and you want to sit that's down and awesome. watch it and that makes the season for you that's a christmas movie and and mm-hmm. tombstone yeah. could be that um you know star wars I always tied in with Christmas because I remember one year when the THX VHS tapes came out. Mm-hmm. So before the special edition, there was the THX version. Yes. <laughs> and when that came out, that's all I wanted for Christmas. I didn't want anything else. And yeah. when I got it, I watched the whole trilogy. Like that's how I spent my Christmas. And so for me, there's memories tied to that. And so I can't define a Christmas movie for you. Some other people might want to, and maybe that I, and that's fine. I get it. But for me, it's whatever, has those holiday Christmas memories for you. Yeah. Christmas American Christmas. werewolf in Paris. I mean, do you do you? Sure. you yeah, exactly. Do you. Was it in Paris or was it London? I think there were the two. one in Paris. Oh, it came out on Christmas two. day. Okay. And has a little bit to do with Christmas. All right, cool. Uh, we and, didn't and talk about gremlins. gremlins. Gremlins was also on, you know, the honorable mention list. Yeah. Which <laughs> I is, haven't watched gremlins in a while. I should go back and check that one out. I'll, Okay, so Val mentioned that she's never seen It's a Wonderful Life all the way through. I think, Tracy, you saw it for the first time last year or something. Yep, yep, first um, time ever. I have never like seen I Gremlins. Really? I've never seen Gremlins, and that's wow. weird to me because that's... It's right like up a, your alley. I know, yeah. like it's totally... So I need to go watch that. I think it was one that my parents thought it was probably too scary when it came mm-hmm. out, and I just never went it back and watched it. scared the crap out of me when I was five, and my parents still let me watch it because I don't think... They were watching it. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, this looks cute. There's it's, a little it's got an there. animated puppet. It's fine. Yeah. Ah, it's fun. Nightmares. But Listen, uh, that, if you wanted to be a hit in the 80s, pop culture wise, just have some cute puppet type character, whether it's an Ewok or Gizmo mm-hmm. or E.T. or Alf. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. Just Good throw point. a cute puppet in there and it's fine. Um, if you get through Gremlins 2, Jake, you get a uh, Hulk Hogan cameo. Well, nothing I like better than a Hulk Hogan cameo. incentive for you to check that one out. (laughs) Oh, boy. The Hulkster. The Hulkster. Nothing makes Christmas like the Hulkster. I mean... (laughs) uh, Remember when he tried to, like, get into movies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He really bad... He he had, like, little kid... He was, like, a babysitter of little kids or something. Yeah, Yeah, it was, like, Mr. Nanny or something Something like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was in one called No Holds Barred. Oh, yes. That was awful. <laughs> with with that, Zeus. That with came Zeus. up the other day in a circle of conversations. I have never seen it, and I don't oh, want man. to. <laughs> I don't oh, want to. Oh, it's so, it's so great, man. And, and, and it feels like he was in one of the like Three Ninjas movies or something. I don't know. He, he did a, a spate of them for a while, and then, yeah. Yeah. That was his thing. He was going to get into acting. He was the thing the is, rock before the rock. There, there is something to be said about professional wrestlers. A big part of what they do is acting because they're right. telling a story. And so I get the concept that if they're good at telling the story there, they could be good actors and it works with like the, the rock. And I think even John Cena to a, to a uh-huh. lesser degree, but Hulk Hogan was not good at that part of wrestling. No, no, he so was. He was not good as an actor either. He was really good on his reality show because he was just being him. Yeah. But, but I really like with um, 
see to me the rock is is fun i like the rock i enjoy his movies but i know what i'm going to get with oh sure him. it is he's just the same pretty much all the time which is fine well and, he's, um, and he, he knows where his wheelhouse is right you're not going to oh, see yeah. the rock in it like an oscar nominated period movie. driven period piece yeah. i hope like it's that. i actually hope at some point we do Oh, it'd be interesting. Be interesting. Yeah. I, I think I think he I think he could stretch his chops. I think he's been acting long enough now that there could be a role out there for him. Um, I believe in him. I believe yeah. he could no, do Spielberg it. Spielberg could get it out of him. I think he I think he's super talented, and I would definitely yes. always say that to his face he's, because he's, he's also massive. Just, yeah, I would never say anything <laughs> that would upset the rock. But, but I but I got a lot of um I'm I'm interested. He's not the best actor, but to me, I really like how he's really working to hone his craft as Dave Bautista. Like he wants to yeah. work with interesting directors, and he's like he wants to study and become a better actor. And that's why he was so excited to work with like Denny Veneuve and in Dune, even and though he, he was good in part. Dune. Yeah, I was he surprised with how part. good He'll he was. More in the second part. Yeah, and, um, and and we'll see more of him. But like, if all you think that he does is Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy, like Dune was surprising. Yeah, he was really good. And and um, Cena surprised me with uh, the Suicide Squad. He was yeah. more enjoyable than I thought he'd be because that was not my era of wrestling. So I never yeah. really saw John Cena perform. But um, that uh, the Peacemaker show I'm interested on on HBO. Um, yeah. Could be could be interesting. Well, I don't know how we got onto wrestlers. In <laughs> I mean, movies. you guys always try and get there, so I just let you go to it. Just let um, us go. I do. I do have to say, I'm not a huge fan of Christmas Batista. movies. I don't watch oh. a lot of Christmas movies. Uh -huh. Um, but Eight Bit Christmas. I have. Oh to say, yes. I watched. I watched it while I put my Christmas tree up, and um, I I have to say, it was super cute. It yeah. was, it, it wasn't over the top. Um, I love Christmas movies like Jingle All the Way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Christmas movies that other people don't like. <laughs> I I cannot think of Jingle All the Way without thinking of Conan O'Brien. He had, he did, when he used to have the, like, the pictures up there and they'd have the mouth moving behind the picture. Yes. And he, he would do Arnold Schwarzenegger. He'd be like. In my movie, Jingle All the Way, it was not enough to jingle half the way. It was all the way. And I can't think of anything but that when I think of Jingle All the Way. Yeah, I yeah, that's like I like Jingle All the Way. I like um, there's a Tim Allen movie um, oh, that's not it's not the Santa Claus. Christmas Claus. with the Cranks. Christmas with the Cranks. I love that movie. Yeah, it's really I, good. Christmas with the Cranks. I think they're hilarious. I think all of the actors in the movie are hilarious. I think it's so funny that like the whole neighborhood and then town make it their business that somebody needs to decorate their house to the point where they're stalking and like just verbally yeah. abusing this family. But it's okay because it's all about Christmas, which is totally like the opposite of Christmas. <laughs> but then they all come together to save the party for when their daughter comes home. Yep. But I just love it when, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Lee. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis and him oh are at the tanning salon in the mall because that's where it would be. Yep. And they come walking out, and then there's their priest, and like, oh, <laughs> she's got a bikini on, and he's he's like so tan, and they put a black turtleneck on him, thinking that it's gonna help him be less yeah. tan, which reminds me of the Seinfeld episode when yeah. he like gets his teeth bleached and uh -huh. he gets tan Kramer at the same time. Like it just Christmas with the Cranks is my jam. Like it's, it is my jam really all the way. And Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd one. is he's, the stalker. Right. He is the yeah. one that like gets everybody against them. Just give us, just give us, just give us Frosty. Frosty. <laughs> and the poor guy that puts Frosty up is like stuck on the um, roof all night. And then the guy that knows everyone, but none of them know who he is, but they're all just like, yeah, this creepy guy is here. Yeah. It happens to be the Santa Claus. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. and I think I think there's a it's reason. A fun, that's a great movie. I I haven't watched that this year. I need to go watch that one. <laughs> yeah, I just I I think so much of the Christmas movies tend to get so stereotypical. Like, yeah, I, it, it kills me that Hallmark puts out like 50 Christmas movies a year. You know, and it's apparently there's someone at my door, so I'm going to be right back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but Hallmark like, is. There's it's there's saccharine. Crazy. You know, there's there's saccharine. They're overly whatever and there's a really funny um it's a bad movie it is a low budget bad movie but it's called letters from satan and um, <laughs> a girl a little girl writes a letter to she thinks she's writing to santa claus but she misspells his name and writes a letter to satan oh my god asking, asking for him to kill her parents because she hates her family and how old is this girl uh she's like nine or something uh, but she's she's just going through the whole maybe she's tanner a lot of anyway she's she's just doing this whole um i hate my family you know they're so mean to me they won't let me do what i want that type of thing yeah um or i, I don't think she says kill my family but it's like get rid of my family or something yeah um but that one it's it's a total spoof on the hallmark christmas movie like they they uh part of the scenes are set in like this little coffee shop in this small little town and <laughs> it's just it's the, the the hallmark ones kill me and like they film like five or six of them in salt lake every single they year do. i was in one were uh, you yeah and that's the day that everything got stolen out of the trunk of my car all my that's winter right. clothes we shot that's it in july right. and um but i i i am blessed i'm gonna say the word blessed but one of my fellow um, one of my fellow um, Utah Film Critic Association ladies, critics, um, has a podcast called Hallmarkies, and uh -huh. she covers all the Hallmark movies. And I have her on B98.7 every Thursday now so that I don't have to watch any nice. of the Hallmark there movies. You so go. She comes on as the expert and... There have been so many Hallmark movies this year that she has done a podcast every day oh for gosh. the last couple of months. Oh every gosh. day. Like she interviews the actors, like all this stuff. So if you are in the Hallmark movies, we really need to have her on the show at some point. Uh -huh. She's so much fun. She's the one I was talking about when I said we love um, faith-based movies, but we just wish oh. they were made better. They were better uh -huh. quality films. Um and because we went and saw um, the new Zachary Levi uh, movie oh, about yeah. um, Kurt Warner, Kurt, Kurt Warner, which, which to me, um, I really enjoyed that movie, by the way. You guys know I love my sports movies. I, I love um, Zachary Levi. So. And Zachary Levi, Anna Paquin. 
Um, and but she saw it as a faith based movie because they do include faith in the movie because he is very religious. But mm -hmm. to me, I didn't feel it was a faith based movie because I felt like it was better than <laughs> like, technically better. And the acting was better. The story was better. Good. I figured it, it was more of a sports um, feel good movie. Uh -huh. um, and that's the way I like faith based movies. I don't want to go in knowing unless it's specifically a story. Like there are some um, LDS movies that are specifically about someone in the church and their journey. That's fine. Like it's and Catholic, right. whatever. But when you're doing yeah. a movie that is a family movie and there is so much like faith being jammed down your throat, it's not my favorite, but when it's a part of the all around story, so that you can yeah. learn more and you're not just focused on that. I'm okay with it. And I think, I feel like that the underdog or underdog was, was very, I didn't know much about him again. I love sports movies. I don't know much about sports. I don't watch a lot of sports, <laughs> but I just love the feel good sports movie. And so yeah. if you get a chance to see that one, Zachary Levi needs to be in more things. Mm -hmm. Um, I, he's, fantastic Anna Paquin's hairdo annoyed the crap out of me the whole movie but his wife has this very very short hair yes and they put an awful wig on her and it was a little distracting but but it well, was that's good because I, I saw the preview and I'm like this could go either quite good or it could go really yeah I could see people not smooth. loving it for me I I like I enjoyed it I I enjoyed it I would watch it again at home like just to cleanse like after a horror film or something well, and, the, and and the the kurt warner story itself was an intriguing interesting yes. story when yes. it was unfolding i mean he mm -hmm. he was a store clerk working doing that and playing um arena football which he, he did not want to do like he yeah. didn't want to do it because <laughs> i think everybody kind of saw it as a fad which you know turned out to be 100 percent true and <laughs> like for him to be as successful as he was in the NFL and to have mm -hmm. the career that he did at the point that he was in his life, it's pretty amazing. And so I'm excited to see it just from that aspect, because I do think it's a, an interesting story. Um, so I think, I think um, it was enjoyable. I definitely think if you're into um, sports, feel good underdog movies, which mm -hmm. is what yeah. I love, then you're going to like it. It's not going to be as good as like the miracle or, yeah. but I, I I enjoyed it. It was a different take on a story, and he he is religious, but it, they didn't put it in a way that I felt like it was a faith based movie. Nice. Yeah. I just felt he was a kid from it was part of mid his middle America that he kind of struggled with actually his um, the faith part of his life, but his soon to be wife did not. She was and she was put through a lot of hard things. Um, mm -hmm. and so it was, yeah, it was enjoyable. So when it comes out, um, I do believe that might be a, a Christmas day. Yeah, I think it is. So exactly. that kind of ties in with what go. we're talking so about. Now it's a Christmas movie. So, so, so it's fun. The, the Matrix Resurrections comes out on the 22nd. So that'll be a yeah. totally a Christmas movie. Right now. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I am I, so interested in that one because I don't know. They, I feel like they've done a really good job of keeping the plot under wraps. Yeah. Like even with the trailers, like it's, it, I don't know if you saw the most recent trailer. I haven't watched like, any of the trailers for it. I've, I'm trying to go in. Okay. Blind. I won't. Yeah. Go. And, you and can the, talk I, about it. I just haven't watched any of them. 
I think the original Matrix Matrix was so good and just oh, yeah. so different. The the second and the third one I didn't enjoy as there much. Were parts that were good. Yeah. yeah. But like the first one was just so different and so outside the box. I mean, it became such a big part of pop culture too. I mean, you hear people talk all the time like, well, maybe we're just in the Matrix or, you know, things uh, like that. Um, well, joking kind of, or being serious. I don't know. They kind of got into a little bit of like what you would think religion is just like in Star Wars. I uh-huh. mean, you have a savior you uh-huh. know, that is there and he's trying to, you know, so it is kind of religious in, in that aspect. So mm-hmm. you could kind of say it, yeah. it goes along with. See, and we talked about this last week. We are, we are just a couple of weeks away from the end of the year as we're, you know, filming and recording this. There's still some great stuff coming like underdog, like matrix resurrections, like, uh spider-man away home like some great stuff Mm -hmm. so it's exciting um we want to hear from you what some of your favorite christmas movies are uh, conventional conventional like we said we don't care what you use as your definition for a christmas movie but we'd love to hear what you love and why um you can send that feedback to us at podcast at movies that make us.com or just give us feedback on youtube or on the facebook um posts or twitter or instagram like we'll take it anywhere so Uh, pigeon pigeon yeah send it to us that way (laughs) uh yeah totally there i mean there are some social media platforms that we're not on so we don't have to talk about those but uh but yeah we're not on fans only yet but maybe (laughs) (laughs) well that's that's it doesn't all have to be about skin well well, the the owners changed that now. He didn't realize that that's what people were using his site for. Which yeah, is really, really, yeah, really. No, I don't believe him when he <laughs> no, says that. No, no, no. I'm just saying, that. really, guy, really. In any case, it's been a great year. Thank you, everybody, for being part of it. it we had so much fun this year, um, and we are looking forward to a great 2022. Uh, and until then, and until next time, we won't see you at the movies. But we will wish you a Merry Christmas. We oh, wish God, you off. a Merry no, Christmas. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.